The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You've read the headlines and seen the Instagram photos, but you've never heard them like this. Now it's time to take you behind the scenes of one of the most followed families in the world with over 13 million followers. Hanging with the Hembros is your backstage pass to the secret lives of the Hembro sisters. Welcome to Hanging with the Hembros, where we give you the reality behind our Instagram lives, where everything is not how it seems. Hey, everyone. Hey. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Today, we're opening up about the truth behind influencer collabs. Yep. Yep. And we're going to give you an insight into what actually goes on behind the scenes, both um, from the influencer and a brand perspective. Mm. This is exciting. Where do we start? Okay, well, what's the process for when brands reach out to you and, like, what do you do when, I guess, you're deciding to go with a brand or not? Uh, To be really authentic. So it has to be um, a brand that I, like, I look at their stuff and would I wear their clothes? Would I use their product? It has to be authentic to me. You collab with so many brands. Because I shop a lot and I use a lot of products. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do feel like everything that you, like, present is so you. So it mm. just, like... And I always like to find, like, the next best thing. So mm. if I find something that I like, then I'm always open to finding something better or, you know, it's whatever it is. And I love to share it with guys, everyone. So if you you get a discount code and you're approached by the brand and you like it, then why wouldn't you share that with your followers? I know. I think sometimes people think that I'm collabing a lot more than I am because I had like some people are like, oh my gosh, all you do is like sell stuff now on your Instagram. And I I think that's because I'm actually just recommending a Mm. lot of products that I love. I'm not actually collabing with the brand. Mm. I do get a lot of questions and I like to share where I get things from. So that's what I do. And And also if you buy stuff, often brands, even if it's not a collab, they put in like a little card that'll have a code anyway. So, like, some stuff isn't brand um, ambassador things. Also, I think I, I don't look really at it. do that many clubs. Yeah, you do hardly any. And you're, like, not on your Instagram story as much as us, where we, like, sit there and, like, talk and go yeah. into detail of, like, what we're doing every second where you're, like, more on there, like, Snippets. a couple of... Yeah, because yeah, I'm a busy gal. I don't got time to be on Instagram all day, every day. Like you, Emily. <laughs> I love Instagram and Snapchat. No, but for me also, I really like supporting other brands because mm-hmm. I understand as a business owner how important I it do is that. To have that's actually I'll, what I've been I'll doing buy, a lot brands lately. That I'll buy and stuff. I'll yeah, I'll buy like clothing brands and stuff, and then I'll just tag them just to like su- support because they'll be like a small business or something like that. So um, yeah, I don't do a lot of actual collabs lately. I've been much. doing I do some, but. Not, Not like lots. crazy amounts. I've been um like tagging a lot of local brands. Like last week I got sent donuts and I realised it was like a local GC brand from these two sisters. Um, So I like tagged them and I did snaps. Did you think and you're getting donuts from like Sydney? No, I'm letting people know local brands. Um, I've really been lately like, you know, doing shout outs and putting their websites like it's not paid, it's not sponsored, nothing like that. Um, just to support other brands. I feel like in times like this too, where a lot of companies are going up and down with like the whole COVID situation. So mm. I really like to support people and their small businesses if I like what they're sending. Yeah. 
It's definitely important for me when I'm deciding to work with the brand though that it is authentic and it's something that I'm using or well if I haven't used them before I'll always ask to try the product mm. first give a few weeks yeah, yeah I will never collab with a brand that I like didn't like or didn't use or didn't want no to way. use or anything like that no sir especially because then if you like don't have a good experience with it I'd feel bad if other people then you know use that brand and didn't have a good experience mm. okay well for me I'm a brand ambassador for brands that I really love which I'm really proud of like mm. Lovekins I, I am too I'm a I new know. ambassador for them guys I love Lovekins I love the I'm message not. behind their brand <laughs> I love the fact mm. that they use all natural ingredients yeah. I love the people who work there it's just yeah. an overall great experience yeah and um you know I find that if you're working with a brand, especially if you decide to work with a brand long term, it's so important that you look at the brand as a whole as well, the ethos behind the brand, the company culture, the people, because if you're going to be speaking with them long term and using their products long term, then that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I guess that kind of leads into building relationships with brands. Like I have really strong relationships with a lot of the brands that I work with. Me too. Like pretty much every brand that I'm an ambassador for, like it's been a, ages now. So we built that like relationship and we have. Yeah. I mean, I have certain brands that I've worked with for years and years. Mm. Yeah. I think when it comes to collaborations, it really is like a people business because, you know, if you don't have that understanding between you and the brand and that mutual respect, then it's not going to work out. I know that like some people will work with brands and, you know, it might just be that you're not even the right fit for each other. Like the brand might be like, oh, here are the deliverables um, for this collaboration. And then it gets to um, you providing the deliverables and they're like, oh, no, well, we wanted this, this and this. And it's just like a communication Mm. issue or, you know, sometimes it's just not going to work and that happens in life. I find myself now, um, it's not only like, okay, so you first like look at what, what it is, like what the product is, is it authentic to you? But then it is that relationship. So with a lot of um, companies that would like um, to approve things and things like that, I find myself not doing those anymore because I just like the natural flow and creativity to be able to say what I want, post when I want and do my own kind of schedule where I find that works best for me, where some brands, they want, um, you know, to get sent content for approval and they want to schedule a date and they um, want you to say a certain thing, which I don't like doing. Yeah, I don't like brands that do that either, um, that are really like specific, like you have to say this exact mm. words or, or like, yeah, it, I feel like it's a lot I don't know. You just want it to be like natural and yeah. organic. You want to. That's like advice if you um, have your own business. Um, even with skin, we've started having girls come through um, and we let them choose whatever they want on the treatment menu and we say nothing. We don't say, can you do a clip or can you do a post or can you do this? We do nothing because we like- know from us as being an influencer that. We would prefer to have that creativity um, And I feel freedom. like that makes me want to do more. Mm. Otherwise, I'm like, ugh. It definitely does. I will, like, hand on heart say that it. the more um, control I have, then I will go above and beyond for the brand because I want them yeah. to see the value because I love the product myself yeah. and I want to share that with my audience. If I'm – I wouldn't – yeah, I'm the same. I don't agree to things when people are trying to be like, oh, here – 
you need to say this, this and this. Mm. Well, if I'm like, oh, well, you know, I haven't been using it for the last three weeks, so I'm not going to say that. That's where I draw the line in the sand. I'm not going to say things that people tell me to say. Mm. I will always, um, you know, and the that's that goes without saying the brands that I work with, they've given me like complete control because I choose what I wear. Mm-hmm. I choose the products I use and I talk about the things I want to talk about that mm. I think my audience will find value in. Yeah. So that's a big point. If you own a business and you're thinking of working with people, I would maybe give some dot points um, on like the main things um, your brand's about or um, the main notes, but definitely not a script and definitely not like a strict outline. I feel like get, let the um, influencer have the creativity um, and I feel like you'll have a better result. But also because influencers know their own audience. Mm. They know why people are following them. And if you're trying to pigeonhole them, I know I can think of a couple of brands right now that will give you this crazy criteria where they're like, you need to be wearing this color and this kind of lighting and pose like this. And I will straight away be like, I won't work. Yeah. I've had some horror stories when I first started Instagram with like that kind of stuff. And like, oh my God, I just, I've gone back and forth that much. I might cancel the whole thing. I'm not interested. Like, but even (sighs) like, don't you think too, that when it is like that, those types of posts will not perform as well because they are not authentic. A hundred percent. And I've said that to brands as well. Yeah. And I think that's why with our brands, we literally don't have those criteria. We we understand that anyone that, any influencer that we invite into our business, we understand that they know their audience and we want them to give an authentic review. So we'll just leave it up to them. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like if a lot more brands And also if they don't want to post nothing because maybe they didn't enjoy it or which has not been the case at all. Every single person has been, you know, super happy with all the services we have. But if they don't want to post it, it's because they didn't enjoy it and that's then not authentic to them. So why would they, you know what I mean? Why would they post it? I just wouldn't want that. Mm. Uh, I would also recommend if you own a brand, you're thinking of um, doing some social media marketing, um, to look into the insights of the influencers that you're going to work with. So looking at the percentage of male and female, depending on your product and service, it's um, very important. You could choose someone with like 90% of male following and it's like a woman's clothing line. They've got great engagement, lots of comments and likes, but it's all from men. So it's important to look at the percentage of female and male, as well as the country, um, the countries, which is a big thing as well. Yeah, location's a big thing too, so especially for if their it's insights. a physical service, your business, and you're like, um, you know, you have geographical restrictions. Like I wouldn't um, be like targeting someone who's in another country, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also depends what you're using the influencer for. If it's for brand awareness, then, you know, you might go for someone with a larger yeah, following. True. But if it's for, um, you know, return but on also investment, the you might... not really, like, you've got to look at their insights then um, on with impressions because in micro-influencers are really great for marketing these days too because they've got a smaller following, but they're more engaged. So... It doesn't really matter if you have someone with a huge following, but then no one's engaged. I think micro-influencers are great for return on investment. I honestly feel like people 
Um, especially just with like, I think the stigma of influencers these days where people think like people are just selling, selling, selling micro influencers, I think are a little bit more trusted these days. Do you reckon? I do. I mean, like I take so many tips from other micro influencers that I Yes and no for me. I feel like a lot of micro influencers tried too hard as well to like sell stuff and like promote stuff. So I get what you're saying, but you could like look at it both ways. Yeah, it's a fine line. And I think sometimes, and like with those people that messaged me and thought like, oh, you're all about selling things all the time now. And I wasn't really, I was literally just talking about brands I loved. So um, it's a fine line and people are going to take it the wrong way, but then some people are going to really enjoy what you're saying. So it just comes down to your audience and yeah, and what you like as well. Mm. Do you guys have any more tips for brands? For no. brands that um, working with influencers, yeah. I think being understanding is a big thing. So many brand like life happens, and sometimes you might miss a deadline, or you might not be able to make a deadline, and you'll let them know. And being understanding is so important mm. because I've had brands in the past that have been so like not understanding mm. and just been like, no, if you don't do this, yeah. like, we'll I have a little you. story like for that. Um, after like everything that happened to me a few months ago, I had a brand like harass me for content for something. Um, like after I wasn't posting, I wasn't doing nothing, um, but it was organized like before everything. Yeah. Um, and you went through a traumatic experience. Yeah. I like could not believe my eyes, like reading the emails that this person's harassing me because I missed a deadline. Like, are you joking? Like have a heart, please. Yeah. And it's true. And that's why it is such a people thing as well. And having, you know, like would brand- I work with that brand again? Never. Yeah. And that's mm. the thing. You remember the people that are, you know, understanding and kind. Obviously, you don't want a brand to think that you're this person who like does this all the time and, you know, misses deadlines and doesn't get them the content that they've um, agreed to work with you on. But um, it goes both ways and life happens. And sometimes, you know, the brand's like, oh, we need to push the date. We've had a stock issue or something like that. And you can be flexible with them with you know, changing the date or maybe changing certain details. I agree. It goes both ways. Yeah. I have like a horror story that um, was with um, Star because I manage her um, collaborations. And when her account got, um, she accidentally deleted her account. (laughs) (laughs) Delete. Yeah. (laughs) Instagram account. Yeah. Yeah. It was ages ago. It was ages ago. Yeah, it was like a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, she was just starting out on Instagram. So she had like um, a collaboration deal. Like it was like her first one and it was just like every now and then posting. But in the contract, it said that she could not delete any of the photos and she did not do this on purpose and she was still quite young and this brand like we apologize but like we're so sorry they basically were like she needs to refund us for every past payment and she was like a teenager and you know like wasn't it was over a long period of time so it was a lot of money and this brand just went to town they were like so aggressive and like not understanding I at all this. yeah it was i was mind blown you could, there was no reasoning with them mm. so yeah we ended up giving them 
that they actually also wanted money back for the stories, which I was like, they were up for their time. Like, that's not even... What? You can't ask for money for that. It was just unreasonable. That's but um, We ended up paying them just for them to, like, leave us alone. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I would have got my lawyer Refunding the money. Well, yeah, she was young and, like... For stories. She's not going to buy... They last 24 hours. I know. We didn't pay them for the stories. We paid them, like, oh, half, gosh. yeah, for the posts that were no longer there. But, like, she would have... This is the weird thing, though. She's not going to ever work with that brand again, you know, and they're and not. I'm sure a lot of other people won't too because word of mouth, yeah, like, word that of travels mouth fast. a lot. Yeah, and day. also, though, going forward, you know, with that brand, she was going to continue working with them. She was still in contract with them. So for them to turn around and be like, oh, she did this. Oh, I this. think I remember this now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was they they were like crazy. Name and shame the brand. Name and shame. <laughs> no, but it's true. Word of mouth because I know how many people I've told that story and name and shame the brand. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> if you have a bad experience, you tell like way more people than like even like if you have a good experience with That's something. So true. If you have a bad experience, it sticks out more, and you like tell more people about it. Yeah, but I think this also flows into making sure that you're protected when you get contracts from brands as read well. Read your contracts. Yeah, read them. Um, also, knowing your worth when it comes to making, having deals with brands, you know, Um, sometimes, you know, you might be happy to like just receive products and work with the brand because you love the brand or, you know, you might want, I don't know, what was I going to (laughs) say? What were you going to (laughs) say? I don't know where you're going with that. No, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes brands will take advantage of Yeah, I definitely know your worth. Yeah, for sure. If you have great Preach. engagement <laughs> and you know you're making this brand a lot of money, then, you know, at least know that you can, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. <laughs> you know what Amy did yesterday at Skin? She was just standing there. <laughs> And then she goes, I think I'm going to faint. I need to sit down. <laughs> and she sat down and, like, all the girls, like, got her water and this and that. And, like, the doctors and the nurse. And they're like, do we need, like, are you okay? Have you eaten? Lay down. And I'm like, Amy, are you just being dramatic or are you actually going to faint? No, I was so tired. She literally, like, nearly passed out. Jeez. Okay, I feel like you guys have been there too, you know, your mums. There's, like, just those days yeah. where you get, like, one hour sleep the night before and you feel like you're going to – The whole day is, like, a It's, like, very traumatic. Though. <laughs> no, but that's why I was, like, all the girls are, like, getting a water and this and that. I'm, like, are you actually going to fight? Oh, is this just, like, Amy's you being like really dramatic? So dramatic. <laughs> Whatever, baby brain. Leave me alone. Somebody else take over. <laughs> okay, so – how do you know um, at what point to charge brands and how much to charge? This is really different for everyone. Mm. Like there's no set answer. Um, I've worked with tons of brands that like I've just never charged because I just love the brand. Yeah. Like it's completely up to you and what you want to do. And also people's schedules are different as well. Like it, your Instagram might not be your um actual business whereas if you rely on your social media as your income then I think people who do that will be charging you know every brand they work with because they really do see it as their business Mm, whereas mm. for people like um I know for staff for instance she really wants to focus on her uni and so she'll take little jobs here and there Obviously, she has to decide whether um, she really loves the brand and, you know, she's very selective. Mm. So it really is yeah, a personal like thing. as well, though, because yeah, I have my, my businesses, so I'm like, it's not like I 
like it's not your main yeah. income. Yeah. So like I will work with the brand. I'll charge a brand if it's if, I don't know if it makes sense to do that. Mm. Like if you'd want to share the brand anyway. Yeah. So it's like, well, why not get that payment if I would be sharing it? It's something really authentic to you. Um, from an influencer perspective, what advice would you give people wanting to work with brands? Girls? I think um, focusing on your content yeah. is really important. Brands notice um, influencers that have really good content that aligns with their brand. So if there are specific brands you want to work with, then creating content that you know they would be interested in is a way of catching their attention, um, posting regularly, um, even just like, you know, providing recommendations to your audience and that sort of thing. Yeah, interacting. It's so important. I am not very consistent with my Instagram. I'll post... Um, when I have the time and then when I don't have the time, I might not post for a week because mm. I've been busy. But I do notice that when I post regularly, I get way more engagement. Obviously, um, my followers start going up, that sort of thing. But for me, it's more of like a little side thing. Mm. So um, I would say I like focus really on focus much. on your content, like how you where you started, like good quality content. Um, so just making sure you're posting stuff like clear good quality photos not blurry or you know what I mean like just good quality that's your unless that is your vibe on that like just having a clear direction of what who you are as and who your page is so when you look at that person's Instagram page you kind of like you know it's it aesthetically goes together and I don't really think about any of that stuff I just sort of post whatever I want but I feel like as well I I feel like because I already have such like a following and I have been like I have had Instagram for so long, so I feel like it's not as big of a... Did you ever at the beginning when you first had Um, Instagram? No, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like people were more interested in my, like, story kind of thing rather than, like, the images. Mm. I think there are a lot of accounts like that too. Yeah. It depends what account you're, like... Yeah, so you need to find Tammy, out who you are and what your account is. So whether it's like yeah. Tammy's saying or whether it is a really organised. Because some, yeah, people, like some people follow people's accounts because they're like, I, I'm following them for what they're wearing because I like their style and yeah. I like the brands that they work with. Whereas, you know, um, other people will follow people's accounts for, like, comedy and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. And to, like, watch their stories and how funny they are, real, yeah. raw and things and like that. And that's super important for brands as well, like knowing what kind of influencer you are working with and who their audience is. Because, like, if you're trying to sell, like, clothes on someone who really doesn't, um, you know, focus on style on their page, for instance, like, is it really going to be the right fit for your brand? Yeah, definitely. Okay. What about the process when you're working with a brand from like, um, implementing the collaboration and then communicating right through to posting? What's your process? You said you don't really like to get things approved and stuff. Not unless I really, 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 really have to. I just like going with the flow and, you know, fitting that, um, fitting that collaboration in with my day, 
my day's flow. So like I just find if I have to send it for approval, it just kind of like throws it off. Um, so I prefer and I let brands that I'm going to work with know that I prefer just to um, have the creativity freedom. Yeah. And if they don't work that way, then, you know, then it's probably not a good fit. Hmm. Um, I'm the same. I can't really, I only want to work with people, I guess I know, and brands that I love mm. because I know I work well with them. If it's going to become a headache for me, then I don't want to do but it. But for a lot of other people, just so you guys know, you will get like a brief and then you will get the product and then you'll use it for some time and then you'll send that photo or that content in for approval and then they'll schedule a date. Is this, Am I right with you? Yeah. I, I um, actually don't mind date. doing it that way though. Like I'm more like if it, if the brand's like being difficult or like they're trying to control the content too much. But I like getting a brief because like I like having – Direction. Yeah, direction of like what kind of vibe they're going for. But I still make it my own. Hmm. I don't like if like a brand asks for like a photo or something and then um, I – take it and send it for them to approve. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we, we, we want it post in like a month from now, by the yes. way. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'll take a photo like in a month then. I'm like, why would you make me mm-hmm. do that? It's so annoying. Uh, I completely uh, agree. People do that. I me, would just like, I express that like to that. the brand um, because especially yeah, that's what during that, my – And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to use that photo mm. then. I'm like, I'll take another one. But then it's annoying because I like went out of my way to take that photo. Yeah. This I'm is one thing I will say, being clear up front when you're putting the collaboration in place is so important. Like saying, you know, if you're the kind of person that wants to do your own caption, I would say that up front as well. Be like, I, I, I want to do every my- single brand. Yeah. I'm like, they'll be like, can you write this to the caption? I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I agree. Be very upfront from the beginning. With, yeah. I want Usually create- brands are like pretty fine with it as well from my experience. Yeah. If you ask, they're, 90% would say yes. So it's just about having knowing your right to ask and be able to say, I prefer to do this. This is more comfortable for me. Yeah, because you will come across those brands that are just stuck in their ways and they're like, oh, no, we like everyone to say this. And then you might be like, okay, well, I'll give this, this, a this is not for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also think it's really important that if you are um, receiving things from brands to set expectations with them. Like especially if you're a small influencer and a brand's like, oh, we want to send you this, make sure like you're – is it just a gift or are they expecting you to post something for it or something like that, you know? Like make sure you communicate. Yeah, and, and don't wait till you get it and be like, well, I was never posting this. Yeah, (laughs) because then it can become a hassle if the brand then continuously contacts you, especially, you know, if you're living a busy life or, you know, you're working full time as well and those sorts of things. Um, Just setting the expectation, like letting the brand know. And I feel like if you want to get into it as well and you want to get, um, you know, build relationships with brands, it's good to then post content of that, like good content and other brands can see that and that might open new doors for you if that is something that you're looking to get into yeah but definitely setting the expectation too because um you might not like the product when you when you get it so just letting the brand know you know is this obligation free Mm. that's That's happened to that's happened to me before i've received like some clothes and it's been like completely see-through so i'm like well the website isn't the quality that i thought so i'm not going to go ahead with you know the collaboration so there's certain circumstances that can change and that's why I always say try the product first if you haven't Mm. absolutely before committing to anything 
because you yeah you never know the quality could be not what you expected there's nothing worse than that okay so next up we have slide into our dms and if you want to submit questions for this make sure you are following our instagram at hanging with the hembros today we are doing some this or that options that you submitted Okay, the first one is horror or Disney. Horror. Disney. Oh, horror. no, Disney. Oh, this is like my most, we have my to biggest choose. dilemma. Disney. <gasps> Disney forever. Guys. I love Disney. Disney all day, every day. I we'd all be on the horror side. Okay, this is from at stt.mx. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee. Okay, this one's from kit.coleman. Never wear makeup again or two years off social media. Never wear makeup again. Makeup. Yeah, never wear makeup. Kind of because um, social media is sort of a bit of my job right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a like really I interesting one. I, yeah, I could either if you had to. Ice cream in a cup or cone? cone. In a cup. Ew, cone. Loser. I hate cones. <laughs> cones delicious. Gross. Um, at cute.tammy, waffles or pancakes? Oh, pancakes. Pancakes. Love that page. Waffles or pancakes? Um, Waffles. Oh, pancakes. Oh, I don't know. Pancakes. Pancakes. Ketchup in the fridge or cupboard? Cupboard. I mean, fridge. Mine's in the cupboard. Fridge. Cupboard. All mine sauces are in the cupboard except for like the mayonnaise and like the the creamy, you know. Yeah. And that reminds me, I brought like Yummy's lunch for today. Okay. Lashes or brows? Oh, holy Um, moly. Brow. I'll tell you what, brows well, shape your face. Lashes, but yeah, I feel like brows are more like... Brows shape really. your face. I don't know. Let's be real. I don't know. I'm. But s- I need lashes. I, I don't even know lashes. what I look like without lashes. No, because I only got my brows done not long ago. Aren't you getting your lashes done today? Didn't you tell me that? I'm getting them done tomorrow, so I'm going to go with lashes because I'm going to say I went a really long time without getting my brows done. So, yeah. But you haven't done your lashes in a while too. Yeah, because I kept crying. So neither them off. for Amy. <laughs> no, because when I was pregnant, I kept crying them off because I was so emotional. <laughs> so I stopped getting them for ages, Jeez. and now I'm easing oh back into gosh. it. Cry, I was so emotional. Why, baby? Okay, let's get into recommendations, gals. Okay, my recommendation. I got a bunch of jewelry. I just received it this morning, actually, from Adina's Jewels, and there's oh, like the I cutest. have them too. Yeah, I don't. Emily, you probably do, Emily. Um, no, I, I got, got the like cutest jewelry from them this morning. Um, like these little butterfly rings. Oh, and I actually stuff. have They're a package so at home for you guys. Actually, Tammy, I'm pretty sure they. I got stuff ages ago from them. I bought stuff from them ages ago, and now they like send me. No, some but more you stuff. stole my earrings from no, them. No, I didn't, the, Amy. The little. Hoop ones with the like moon on it? No, I didn't, Amy. Yeah, I would never did. wear m- moon hoops. You. No, you did. You literally <laughs> no. stole them. How do you, you know, stole Amy? them? No, I no, know no. because she took them from me and I never got to Amy wear them and then she lost lying. them. <laughs> Liar. Oh my gosh. Amy. You're the worst. Um, You're always what's your recommendation, Amy? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I don't know if I have recommended this in the past, but I'm gonna recommend Olaplex because I have What? That is so random, dude. What? It's yeah, a dude. hair conditioner <laughs> treatment. And do you normally say do? No. Yes, you actually do. Do dude. I? Anyway, dude, come on, I do I do a um a Olaplex mask once a week for my hair. Do you? Because yeah, do, do no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I do because curly hair can get really damaged dude. really easily. 
Okay, whatever. That's what I'm recommending. Don't make me laugh. I need to go to the toilet. Oh, my gosh. Um, I know what I'm going to recommend. I'm going to recommend a brand called Euromarble. I'm just going on my phone because I want to see um, what their website is. But anyways, um, they make custom marble and stone pieces for your house or wherever. We have a coffee table for skin from them and also um, two side tables out of um, Travertine and they are gorgeous. I actually sent them a photo of a design that I wanted and they made it. Um, so I would definitely recommend this brand. I want to get stuff made for my house as well from them. They just like do an incredible job. So their website is um, euromarble.com.au. Um, I actually have another recommendation. Can I throw it in there? Yes, you may. Um, I want to recommend the with the new Saski collection, the um, the bodysuit. And mm. why I really love this bodysuit is because I'm a breastfeeding mum and it has um, pads in there for your boobs, you know, like the breast oh. pads. And a lot of bodysuits don't. So I can't wear them at the moment, but I can wear this one. So I really love it. Oh, cute. So that's it for another week. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back next week. In the meantime, head to our IG page at Hanging with the Hembros to let us know what you thought of today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Spin Studio Network. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast. To stay up to date with us, follow us on Instagram at Tammy Hembro at Emily Hembro, at Amy underscore Aisha underscore Hembro.